just a few minutes, we'll be right with you with another award-winning, action-packed edition of your Tony Basilio show. Oh, wow. We got the music. We got the music going today. All right. We're live at the Pine Branch on your Tony Basilio show, live today in beautiful La Follette. And this is God's Country, U.S. of A. Where to, uh, all weekend, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a tremendous event going on up here. Tallytown Festival going on. And when you come up here in beautiful La Follette, you'll see the streets adorned with Italian flags. And Taylor Frankie, you are nice enough to have us here today at the Pine Branch where we be. Tennessee Artisan Mercantile. Taylor, thanks for having us here. Yeah, my pleasure. Taylor, tell me what you were sharing with the listener today. This this place has got a real special feel to it. I've, I've been here a half hour or so after getting lost coming up, as only I can. <laughs> and uh, share with me, though, your vision for this place. Uh, well, for, for me, I really just wanted to be uh, a place of... Uh, respite and community for people to enjoy downtown La Follette mm-hmm. and have a place to commune and socialize, but also support other folks in Tennessee. So we only sell products that are made, designed, brainchilded, handcrafted by somebody in Tennessee. And Beautiful. Yeah, that way it gives uh, those people an opportunity to do what they love and um, what they're passionate about, and gives the people of La Follette and surrounding areas a place to um, support them and to be a part of the community. So. And, you, and you know, when I, when I walk in here, you've got some really comfortable chairs in here, and it's just very, you can feel just how laid back this place. This is my speed, Taylor. <laughs> it's my speed, too. Yeah, yeah, we, it's not just a, a gift shop. It's We also wanted to provide a place for people um, to meet okay. their friends and yeah. hang out and have a, a cold drink or you know, hot beverage in the winter and play games. We've got lots of vintage mm-hmm. and classic games, too. And just What's your favorite classic game? Uh, well, I will tell you, actually, my one-and-a-half-year-old's uh, one and a half year old son's favorite game is Captain's Mistress, and it's like an old version of Connect Four. And he just, I have fun playing it with him, too, so... Um, that one, I'd say. So old school connect for it. Mm-hmm. So the Pine Branch, you guys are kind of just underway here. Um, is there a go-to item that you'd recommend for somebody here? Oh, my gosh. There have been a number of fan favorites. Uh, I will say we do have a lot of all stuff from local crafters mm-hmm. and Tennessee makers. And we're getting more Tennessee stuff in, right? Yeah. As we get uh-huh. through the year, yeah, you were telling this, me that. This, more this is be arriving. Comes around the corner. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, but I don't know. There are so many fan favorites here. But I will say one of our biggest uh, a- appeals to people is our honey hutch so we have an entire Mm. honey hutch that is packed full of all honeys in Mm. tennessee all from tennessee some very local Mm. and uh, a lot of beeswax candles that's so good for like allergies and stuff Mm -hmm. you know yep yeah so do you have any advice like for me and my fountain city ramblers playing out in the 95 degree heat (laughs) while you're going to be in here tomorrow yes we're taking the stage at 130 i know it's part of this festival do you have any like I mean, look at me. You think I'm going to last? 
this might be the last day on the air. I don't know. Just hydrate, hydrate. And then you can come in here for an air-conditioned break. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So thank you for having us. And we look forward today to shine the light on what you do. And uh, now I'm going to ask my cast and crew and the listeners today to call in and give me their favorite Italian. Do you have like a favorite Italian-American or a favorite Italian? I want you to think about that when you come back next hour with us. Okay. I'll, I'll do give some, it a, do a some research. I will. <laughs> I will. You might have to give it up for like a, I was thinking about, because I'm a collector of like old sheet music and um vintage songbooks and things like that and i was i found an old frank sinatra piece here today and i was thinking like when i was a kid catholic household growing up everybody had a picture of frank sinatra in their house oh, yeah. that was serious uh, yeah frank was serious yeah oh like in, like, yeah. In, like in philadelphia frank 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 sinatra was serious yeah. business but oh yeah. yeah here here they love the baseball coach tony vitello i used to be number one italian uh, in Knoxville before he got there, and now I'm like fifth. <laughs> He's bumped me down. Anyway, so thank you for having us. Once again, Tennessee Made Goods and Fair right here in beautiful Campbell County at the Pine Branch. And we've got a link today up at tclub.team right at the top of our blog to this business if you want to click on that and check it out. And if folks want to, like, shop you online, do you um, – do you ship or anything we like that? Actually, don't. Okay. So there's a there's a huge reason for that, okay. and that's there's actually two. The first reason is to encourage folks to come, come into in. the store Boom. to create community. Okay. The second reason is that we really want to support the people that make the stuff in the store. So if you find something here and you want to ship it to somebody else, you can come in and buy it here and then ship it yourself. Or if you're coming in from out of town and you go home with the product and you love it so much and you're like, well, I'm not in La Follette anymore, you can go directly to that artisan themselves oh, that's and purchase cool. through them directly. So it's a it's a risk, but it's one that we feel very, very strongly and passionate Good. about for you so check check out the website pinebranch.com thepinebranch.com and thanks for having us yeah it's my pleasure i'm happy to have you here yeah we'll have some fun today uh coming up uh in a second mike huguenin's going to join us and we're going to break it down scientifically with him as we do on friday and then some other special surprises from here as well uh we are uh and i want to thank taylor frankie for having us here as we are live at the pine branch Come out and see us as we are at 124 West Central Avenue in historic downtown La Follette. And i got to say, they've got those Italian flags up today. I popped for that. When I was driving in here this morning, I popped for that. I was thinking about my famiglia. I'm going to take some photos of this and uh, check it out. But we come back on the other side. Uh, we will be joined by Bino Italia. Bino Italia, are you there? I am here, Tony. Good night. Hey, uh, we need to, we might have to get her to send your sound down as well. Sound back if Laura's listening. Uh, Bino Italia, are you excited to shine the light on the Paisans among us? Uh, absolutely, Tony. Uh, since you've uh, honored me with being uh, honorary Italian, uh, this is a big day for me. With the Tallytown Festival being tomorrow, Bino, does that jack you up? Absolutely. You ready to celebrate ready the to Italians? 
I'm ready. I'm prepared. As we come well, back on the uh, as we come back on the other side, eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Hold your calls. Mike Hugan is going to join us. What a crazy week uh, it is in college football, Bino. We've got more musical chairs. Just when you thought it was all um, status quo. Are, when are these knuckleheads going to quit moving these teams around, Beanstar? When's it going to stop, you think? Uh, I, I, I don't foresee it stopping, Tony. Not, not for a number of more years until things get to the new stabilized. It's about idiotic, but we'll take a brief time out. It's a beautiful Friday. It's a little warm here in East Tennessee, those of you listening outside the area. It's, it's mid-90ish today, and you can't breathe outside, but other than that, I'm not complaining. We're going to take a brief time out. We'll come back with more. We are live today at the Pine Branch uh, celebrating the Tallytown Festival up here this weekend in La Follette, and we will continue on the other side after this. Spread the word and get the app at TonyBasilio.com for Android and iPhones. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. 
Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today. 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, the 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Gypsy Kings featuring Torino Baliardo return to Nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com. A loud and live production. 
This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Little mandolino music, a little mandolino music. Let's bring the great uh, Mike Huguenin in here. Hugie, I-, I want you to know, and you got to know this, brother. You got to know this. As we as we visit with the great Hughie today, I'm at ta- I'm at, I'm up here in beautiful La Follette where they're having an Italian festival called Tally Town, celebrating all the Italians up here. So Hughie, let me ask you something: Who is your just your go-to Italian, your favorite Italian in life? Do you have one? Um, Robert De Niro. There you go. Robert De Niro, the king of cool. Yeah, I'm a big I'll, fan. I'll go with that. Yeah, okay. De is cool looking. Have you noticed that as Bruce Springsteen is aging, he's starting to morph into Robert De Niro? Have you thought about that? <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yeah, Thank it's you. It's hard to imagine that uh, I think Springsteen's first album came out in, what, 74? So almost 50 years ago. 50 years. So maybe it was 73. So, yeah, it's a long time, that's for sure. Greetings from Asbury Park. Yeah. Hughie, let's break it down scientifically here. First of all, how are you feeling? Yeah, doing well. I had a knee replacement two weeks ago. Um, up and around, uh, surprised at my quick recovery, considering I'm an old, 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 old man. Uh, but I'm feeling good. I'm glad I had it done. I would and recommend I'll, I'll anybody. I, it, I, yeah. I put it off for yeah. a long time, and if there's anybody yep. in your audience putting it off because, oh, my God, the rehab. If I if if I can do the rehab, anybody can do the rehab. So well, that's the point. Yeah, that's the point, Hughie. The point is, don't live in that pain. No, you know? it was yeah. I got to get and it's one. Dev- and that pain can be absolutely devastating. I used to work in that orthopedic field for a while, uh, doing what I'm doing, but using my gifts in that in that end. And I got to know so many doctors and so many people wait till they're bone on bone and they're yeah, just in excruciating pain. And man, they just, that science today and the recovery is not, is, it's, it's, it's just not worth living in the pain. So just a public service announcement. I'm glad you're up and feeling better and on the road to recovery and good for you for doing that. What about college football and all this shifting? And now Connecticut, they got back in the league. They're happy to be in. And, and now all of a sudden the Big 12 is is agitating and shifting. And, I mean, it's crazy what's going on out there, Mike. Yeah, and, the th- you know, the Colorado moving obviously is big news. I would argue that it's bigger loss for the Pac-12 than it is a gain for the Big 12. Because look at Colorado's athletic department. Their, their football program is abysmal. Yes, they have Dion. Can he turn it around? The basketball program is okay. Um, they're really good at skiing, and that is an NCAA-sanctioned sport that, like, 30 schools are involved in. But overall, uh, Colorado leaving the Pac-12 further weakens the Pac-12. But I would argue I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, I totally, totally am on board with this. If the Pac-12 would just go get San Diego State, they're fine. Because I think San Diego State brings more to the table in a lot of respects than Colorado. First, from a recruiting standpoint, 
There ain't recruits in Colorado in football or basketball. There is a boatload in Southern California, and I think you want a Southern California, at least a tenuous foothold with the departure of USC and UCLA. Colorado uh, football has been horrible for a long time. San Diego State football has been really good this entire century. San Diego State went to the national title game in basketball. And, yes, that's an aberration, but it's a really good basketball program as well. And let's go back to the Big 12. I still am of the opinion that when Texas and Oklahoma leave after this year, the Big 12 is a league without a bell cow program in football, and that's what matters. Who, if, if you look at the Big 12 without Texas and Oklahoma, what team do you think, wow, I want to make sure I watch them every week? There isn't one. Now, maybe, maybe TCU becomes that. Uh, I think Houston's in a good spot. But overall, you know, Oregon and Washington blow away, blow away, any school left, any school that's going to be in the Big 12 in terms of football notoriety. Um, and the, and the, and the UConn situation, UConn left the Big East and went to garbage in every sport, frankly. I, I don't, and, and, and yes, they, they, they get back into the Big East. They sell out every home basketball game because their basketball program's awesome. They're playing long-time rivals. And now here they are. Oh, we may we may need to move to the Big Twelve to make sure we're financially viable. And from a basketball standpoint, that that would be the best league adding a premier program. But I would argue that UConn Seton Hall has a lot more cachet to UConn fans than UConn Iowa State or UConn UCF or UConn BYU or UConn Kansas State. So uh, the grass isn't always greener. You know what's crazy, though? The, the Big 12's got this idea that while everybody is zigging, they're going to zag. Zag, right. They're, talk, they're talking about adding these zags. They're talking about adding basketball schools. They're talking about going for the basketball money. Did I miss something? Yeah, is there basketball not, money that out there? basketball I mean, money out there. That's they're going to add four teams in a sport that's been so diminished. I mean... What are you kidding me? Right, and, and yes, you can make money by having your teams advance a long way in the NCAA tournament because every game is a has monetary value. To an, I forget what it was this year, two hundred thirty six thousand or whatever. So yeah, you have seven teams advance the Sweet Sixteen. You're making a pretty penny. But from a, <laughs> that all of that, you could have seven teams in the Sweet Sixteen. One college football playoff appearance makes more money. So um, and again, I think the the fact that a league is going to be without a bell cow football program is important. Um, it's t- again, maybe TCU becomes that, maybe Houston, maybe, I don't know, Texas Tech, who knows. But, I mean, it's, it's from a football standpoint, I, I don't, and adding UConn and Colorado for football, good God. You, I, I don't, you know, you got to give, like you said, Colorado, I'm sorry, the Big 12 is doing different, yeah. it's zigging while everybody else is zagging. I get that. But football is the money driver. And you know, 10 years from now, if you look at a 14-team, well, let's go five years from now, a 14-team Big 12 that includes UConn, Colorado, Cincinnati, BYU, Texas Tech, who cares? Mike Hugan and breaking it down scientifically with us. All right, Hugie, second item. I want to laugh with you here. 
So Joe Manchin comes from the state where Nick Saban hails from, West Virginia. And Tommy Tuberville is one of, you know, Saban's rivals on the field. But these coaches all know each other, and they're all running buddies. And they come up with some bill this week uh, where that thing has about as much chance of seeing the light of day as I do. But they're wanting to put the toothpaste back in the tube. Exactly. And they're wanting to keep the kids on these campuses for three more years after you've already given them freedom. And the Supreme Court's already said they're going to have freedom. Uh, I'm glad Nick Saban wrote that bill. I mean, I think it's wonderful. And I think it's great that he can kind of flex. And that has his fingerprints all over it. Would you buy, Would you agree with me on that? I don't know. I, 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 he is phenomenally good friends with Manchin going back to their teenage years. Uh, Joe Manchin's father, when Nick Saban's dad, who ran the uh, gas station, died, Joe Manchin's dad helped run the gas station. That's how good of friends Joe Manchin and Nick Saban are. They used to vacation together. They used to take, you know, whitewater rafting trips with, as family. So they are... So come on, connect the dots. Come on, now, now you, you say all now. that. Now let's, let's connect the dots here. Right, come on, I, now. I don't think that... I, I'm certainly sure that a lot of coaches were involved, and this is what we want. But the, the NIL stuff is one thing. The idea that, oh, if you sign a scholarship, you're on campus for three years. Well, good God. It, that's, 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 that's ridiculous is what it is. So um, that, to me, right there means that if, if, even if this bill passes, it's not going to pass muster when, when the ensuing lawsuits crop up and there would be a thousand of them so um coaches you know i've seen your show before coaches bitch and moan and whine and whine and cry and but and throw out sob stories if they were to get on the same page coaches in football and basketball they're the ones that can make things happen but instead they want to oh my god this is so hard Oh, yeah, I'm making $5.5 million a year, but no, players should not be allowed to move around. we got to cap NIL, all this kind of stuff. My, my, my bottom line point is if coaches came together and tried to come up with a rational plan of action with NIL and the portal, they could get things done. But instead they don't, and they just sit there and gnash their teeth and wring their hands. Coaches have a lot more power um, than they've ever wielded. Um, and they, if they if they truly think that oh you know coaches are going to be leaving this this profession because it's horrible, well then get together and get some stuff done because you guys can pass rules that that pass muster and are followed. How about this? How about assistant coaches can't leave for three years? Well, Players exactly. can't leave for three years. So assistant what, coaches and, can't. You know, and, Let and, me know how long that's going to last. Only those guys are money sports. grobbers, man. Those guys right. are money grobbers. Right, and only five sports. Before the portal came around, only in only five sports could you not transfer every year if you wanted to. The sports were football, men's and women's basketball. I think it was men's ice hockey, and I can't remember, I can never remember the fifth. But if you were a track coach, a player up and leaving was no big deal. A tennis coach, no big deal. Cross country, no big deal. So um, it's 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 ridiculous. Um, and you're right, coaches. You know, we, we want to hold the players to a different standard to which we hold ourselves. And think about, think about this. Every year, the, the week after the signing day in February, 30 coaches leave their jobs. 
because they go somewhere else. So they basically spent three years recruiting a kid to State U, and then a week after signing day or three days after signing day, they moved to Tech U. Oh, sorry, I did a great job recruiting you, but yeah, see you later, see you down the road. It's it's ridiculous, um, and the three-year transfer thing in that bill is is the most asinine thing in the world. The great Mike Hugan and breaking it down scientifically. All right, Hugie, one other conversation we had this week I wanted to involve you in, because you know everything about all these programs, which I love. You you get down into the minutia of the minutia. You're one of these people that literally needs to get a hobby but that's okay i love you you're my guy you know i mean that with all due respect and i do respect you in the morning hugie what's what would shock you more texas san antonio coming to knoxville and beating the vols the week after they play tennessee does a a rather uh uh big game with university of florida or, uh, Hughie, uh, Tennessee beating Georgia in the second to last week of the season. What's a bigger shock to you? Hmm. I don't think Tennessee's beating Georgia. Um, See, you had to think, think about it. You had to think yeah, about that. I like UTS, that. UTSA is an extremely well-coached team with a quarterback who I think is like 36 or 37 years old, Frank Harris. Um, they lost their best receiver, though, Zachary Franklin transferred to Ole Miss. Um, the running game is a question. Defensively, they're solid. But you, t- Tennessee ain't losing at home to UTSA. But I don't think they're beating, beating them. Beating Georgia would be a bigger shock. I think Georgia, unless their quarterback situation just falls apart, um, Georgia's a playoff team. I mean, the, the schedule, Tennessee is the toughest game, and that's in November. So basically for two months, Georgia can tinker and not have to worry about losing, frankly. Um, but, no, I, I think Tennessee beating Georgia would be a bigger shock. I, but Tennessee ain't losing to UTSA. I, UTSA is a really good program, really well coached. Frank Harris is a good quarterback, but not elite. But, no, Georgia's roster still is extremely high caliber. If you look at some of the, the uh, uh, draft stuff from Dane Brugger, the guy who's at the Athletic, who I think is the best one of all, look at Look at all the Georgia players. He's That's already a crazy. Into. He's only like three positions into it. I, I'm trying to on the air here. Okay, I think this guy's a really bright young coach, and I think he's a really good guy. Talking about Josh Heupel, I think he's a solid person. I don't think it's fair for Tennessee fans to behave as as if we're going to quote unquote compete with Georgia right now. They are in Bino Jeff Henderson, I'm gonna bring you in here. They're like in another stratosphere. Bino, are you surprised by Hugie's answer where he said San San Antonio beating the Vols would be less of a surprise than Tennessee beating Georgia. Does that surprise you, Bino? Uh, no, I don't guess I would be surprised by either answer in that, Tony, uh, because, like Hughie said, I don't believe either one are very likely. And, and you're right, the, the, Georgia, the Georgia roster is the best in the nation. Their, it's their crazy. Concern, obviously, is yeah. how good is the quarterback going to be. Um, right. Do they have a legit go-to receiver? Uh, maybe it's Brock Bowers. You know, last year's receiving core wasn't exactly world beaters, though McConkie's better, I think, than people – Think and, and maybe the secondary isn't as good as some past 
secondaries. But the depth factor is that's the key. I mean, they can they can roll through eight defensive linemen, seven linebackers, ten DBs. They go a legit eight or nine deep along the offensive line. They got a bunch of good running backs. And, and while there's not an elite receiver, I don't think on the roster there's a lot of guys who are good, maybe even very good. So and, and they're well coached. That they're not. They don't make stupid mistakes. Um, they, they, again, they have the best roster in the country. Um, and it, it, it's if you look at the college landscape right now, going into fall camp, the the most shocking thing of all to me would be if Georgia does not make the playoff field. I guess the only way that happens, uh, I don't know. Maybe they get. I, I can't see them losing a regular season game. Maybe they get blown out in the SEC title game. I don't think that's going to happen either, though. I cannot fathom a four-team playoff this fall without Georgia in it. I can see a four-team playoff without Ohio State, without Michigan, without Alabama, but I can't see one without without the dogs. You're my main man. Anything else you'd care to add here on the way out? It's always good to visit with you, and I'm glad you're doing well after your surgery, my friend. No, it's, it's, we're, we're, we're less than a week away before fall camp opens, or summer camp, whatever you want to call it. Football camp's open next week, so um, we're not that far to the first game, week zero, um, and it's good that the talking season is now over and we can actually start talking about stuff that's happening, albeit on the practice field. But now the thing, obviously, to worry about if you're a fan, oh, my God, I hope so-and-so doesn't get hurt during preseason camp. No Uh, doubt about it. That's that's the the worst time. I've always thought the worst time for an injury to a court occur to a college team is during preseason camp. Yep. If it happens during the season, generally there's there's been guys that have played. If it happens in the spring, you can plan all summer for how you're going to handle it. But if it happens in summer camp, oh, my God, we've lost our starting linebacker three weeks before the first game. What are we going to do? And I think that's the, the panic mode that can, can ensue when a summer camp injury occurs. That's happened in the NFL this week already. Oh, yeah. It's our first week of camp. And these guys are highly trained, world-class athletes. It's not like it used to be where guys come into camp 40 pounds overweight right. and, and you know, throw them out in the sun. And they don't even hit like they once did. Right. And you've had so some really... Afraid of injuries. Yeah, you've had... They've sort of got to hit. they got to find out the freshmen can play. They That's can right. Hit. As, as, the, as the season gets closer and closer, you know, that guy was a backup last year. He's a starter now. Can he really do yep. what we think he can do? So there's yeah, that summer camp is vital, and, man, injuries in summer camp are, can be crippling. Hugh, you're my main man. Much love. Thank you, brother. Have a great week. Next week. Thanks, man. Bino Jeff Henderson, to you. Five most important games. On Tennessee's football schedule, I want you to think about that. We're going to come back on the other side. 865-200-5402. Yesterday, uh, with the five most important games, I wrote down, as we're live at the Pine Branch today, I want to remind you we're at 124 West Central Avenue, historic downtown La Follette. This weekend, the Tally Town Festival is going on where we celebrate the Paisans. Another question I'm going to ask as we continue, and I'm going to give some gift cards away to our friends at Alumni Hall. If you can tell me who your favorite Italian is, and Bino agrees, Brian agrees, and I agree, 
Uh, we'll give a couple gift cards away during the program today, and you can use those online or at any of their area locations. In the meantime, uh, I will ask Bino when we continue his five going five to one. My most important game for Tennessee. My most important game on Tennessee's schedule is none other than the Florida game. Because I'm keeping it real about the Georgia game. People don't want to hear that. That's fine. We all have different opinions. People say, oh, Georgia's the most important game. Yeah, that's great. In a perfect world, Georgia's your most important game. Unfortunately, they're not your most important game on your schedule because you don't beat Florida, this team's going to lose four games. So, uh, But we'll talk about it as we continue. I'll be curious to hear what Bino has to say. And then... Bino, give me one favorite Italian right now on the way to our timeout. One favorite Italian, Bean Star. I'm, I'm going to exclude uh, you and Tony B. Uh, and uh, the the only uh, my favorite Italian alive uh, is Martin Scorsese. Martin Scorsese, uh, Bino. Now you know you want to say one of those mafia credence. I've got, you know, I've got you, some mafia guys on here, Tony, but I'm going with you, Martin Scorsese because he's directed two of my favorite mob movies. Which are? Goodfellas and Casino. 865-200-5402. So uh, both of our paisans come out of cinema. No love for the Italian singers. How about how about how about some, how about a shout out to Mario Lanza? Mario Lanza, Bino. I know you own some Mario Lanza. Oh, yeah, I, I had one, but I was afraid of getting my honorary Italian card uh, taken from me because I actually like Dino Martino better than Frank Sinatra. Oh my gosh, who just passed away? I love Dino Martino. I love Al Martino. We come back on the other side. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. I want my friends in La Folla to remember one thing this weekend while we're celebrating the Paisans up here, and that's that, as my grandmother used to say, there's two types of people in this world, and you can say it, know it, love it, and deal with it. There are Italians and those that want to be, and it's absolutely outstanding as we continue on the other side right after this. Spread the word and get the app at TonyBasilio.com for Android and iPhones. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. Hello, it's me, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. July reminds me of red, white, and blue. If you were born in July, your birthstone is the ruby, king of the precious stones, for its rarity, hardness, second only to diamonds. 
We have a beautiful collection from earrings to rings, modern and antique. If you were born in July, we'll take 10% off your purchase. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. July is Beef Month in Tennessee, recognizing one of the state's largest and most important industries. Our state's 37,000 cattle producers are contributing to the state's economy, conserving natural resources, and providing a high-quality protein for people to enjoy. The Murray County Farm Bureau salutes our beef farmers for their commitment to producing a healthy and sustainable food choice. Beef is a good source of 10 essential nutrients, including high-quality protein, iron, and zinc. Join us in celebrating July Beef Month in Tennessee. It's that time of day. I've got our, one of our, our favorite grocer on the line, Mr. Miles Johnson. Miles, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, what kind of great specials uh, do you guys have today that uh, everybody's going to want to come in and get? Well, this week we got ground chuck for three fifty nine a pound, old boneless pork loins a dollar ninety nine a pound, seedless watermelons five ninety nine each, food club sugar two for five, and Dasani twenty four pack water four ninety nine. Great deals as always, and uh, they run all the way through next Tuesday. 
Saturday. And again, you guys are open seven days a week, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. right there on West 7th Street. And uh, again, you know, easy parking, well-lit area, friendly staff. So, Miles, thank you as always. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, people need to come in and uh, pick up some of them goodies from you. All righty. Thank you. Thank you, Miles. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. All right. That again was Miles Johnson there from Foodland. Make sure you check them out on West 7th and seven days a week, 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. Uh, to go through all the specials. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We're here for the Pisons today. Now, I want Bino, uh, Bino, I want you to know something here. Because Bino doesn't think this is for real. This is for real, Bino. Please, whatever you do, do not, do not, Bino, try this at home. Are you following me? Because there are two types of people in this world. Bino, I'm looking at a photo. I'm holding a photo, photo right now that Bill Claiborne's put in my hands. And the Tallytown Festival is this weekend here in beautiful La Follette. And we're here today breaking it down with you uh, scientifically. It is an incredibly great day to be alive and well. Um, but Bino, Bino understands. Bino knows what I'm talking about here when we say there are two types of people in the world. And live at the Pine Branch, where we be, we are, and when you get here, visit this place, 124 West Central Avenue. Uh, Taylor's wonderful. These are really, really sweet folks in historic downtown La Follette. Bino, do you understand that this here place was built by the Pisans. Do you understand that, Beanstar? Uh, Tony, I don't know that I knew that that was the case. Okay. Now, Bill Claiborne, welcome in. How you doing? Hey, you doing great. Thanks, Tony. Thanks for having us, brother. Well, I appreciate you being up here. I wouldn't think of anybody else that would be more appropriate. You've got a pie. In fact, I got a photo of this. I gotta show. I'm gonna do some show and tell because I'm going back to Pennsylvania next week with my family, and I'm gonna say this dude's for real. He's got that Pison hat on. Let me get the colors of it. Let me let me get the uh, the shirt. Don't mess with the shirt. But you know the Tallytown shirt that they have is absolutely outstanding. Now the flags are everywhere. Who put the flags up? Me. <laughs> I did. It's like a one man show. Well, uh, no, we got a lot of help. The Campbell County Historical Society uh, right. has just been awesome. Uh, I knew some of the Italian heritage, but when I went down there and talked to them, almost every day, that's yeah. I found, we found two or three more families. found four or five more families, and we're up to about 50 or so. And we got one of the, the exhibits over here uh, is just going to blow people's minds because it just goes on and on and on. Uh, in fact, I just went over to talk to one of our sponsors a while ago, chatting it up yeah his mother-in-law is a Sharini from here i said perfect i mean it just undercover paisans bino i think i found out where i'm retiring bino <laughs> undercover paisans bino who knew bino bino never told me this bino always kept I, this from me i'm Dominique. sorry tony i did not know it's a beautiful area Dominico. i know that domenico domenico lobertini I think I got a photo of him from 1933. Now, he built some of these structures here? Oh, sure. Guy? Yeah, yeah. In fact, Harvey La Follette that built this town as a boom yeah. town in the coal and iron days, 
uh, sent out applications or advertisements in Europe for uh, uh, stonemasons, artisans, and uh, the Lobertinis came, and he had learned the trade from his father. So he would pour blocks. Sometimes he'd only make 10 or 12 of an evening in molds well, and, and then build these buildings, build a three-story building called the Piedmont Hotel. Uh, that's cool. Buildings in town. His foundations are everywhere. Parts of Brushy Mountain Prison was built with what? blocks. Loby blocks. That's that's Loby blocks. Lobertini Loby blocks. Yeah. Built out here at Deerfield, number one resort on Norris Lake. Those first houses. What? Were built. Loby blocks. Uh, the guy ran bakeries. He'd run his bakery all day, and then at night he'd pour uh, handmade blocks uh, in order to build these buildings by hand. And me being, oh, I'm afraid to play uh, an hour of music outside in the heat. <laughs> How the once mighty have fallen, Beanstar. A hundred, a hundred years later. Oh well. So tomorrow, tell me about this festival because you got you got this thing here that says that's a menu. That's yeah. a menu. We opened up with that's a mod today. Tell me about what you're doing here tomorrow. Okay. Uh, it started with knowing that it's a hundred years for this fabulous hotel that yeah. you built uh, and from there it was a celebration of the general italian families which of course in campbell county up in jellico we found even more they're all over the place yeah so we're we're we've got the depot street now we're the built where we're sitting right now is real close to the piedmont hotel it's also where the southern railroad had a trestle that went over this highway mm -hmm. went right by that building and that's where the festival is we call it the festival on the trestle and that is now a road but it used to be a railroad and you go over there in the old school building over there air conditioned so you can get out of the heat and that's where we're going to have what we call the Huzini uh exhibit find out Huzini you might be related to <laughs> we're all related brother and uh and then there's going to be food galore now so that's, that's awesome a menu. yeah there's going to be we got local uh people that are changing their menus from their food trucks to make sure it's all italian yeah that's cool tiramisu and yeah. uh, cannolis and uh, of course pizza yeah um and then we got an art show uh you know and i was thinking when i was researching this i've learned so much yeah so much of it we don't really teach in our schools but uh you know another word for arts and culture could be italy because it all derives from the renaissance right and uh so we have an art show we have artisans and they're so excited they're going to have parts of the upper section of that school with, with yeah. art everywhere. And then you got to have wine, right? Art and wine. So we have the local winery, Chapman Hill Winery, that's going to offer tastings on their different that's wines. That's going to be really fun. So that's tomorrow right up here in mm -hmm. downtown La Follette. It gets underway at what time? 1 o'clock. Because there is a, a picnic every year in Jellicoe yeah. of Albertini's. There's about 50 or so Albertini's yeah. that come together. So we wanted to make sure to have it start a little bit later to give them time to meet. Uh, then Jellicoe's 22 miles up this road, so they come down Dixie Highway, and uh, we'll pass a lot of the Dominica Lobertini stuff as they come on into the area and uh, join us for the big Pazan celebration of just uh, all of us. God, this is phenomenal. Okay, so I was going to ask you, your favorite Italian food. Let's kick it around the room. Bino, what's your favorite Italian food, man? Tony, I, I love so much of it, but I mine is the very simplest thing. It's the hardest to find, but it's very. I love linguine and shrimp with oil and garlic and butter. That's what. Oh. I love. oh. How about you, Brian Hartman? What's your favorite Italian food? I have trouble narrowing it down to just one. 
I can eat I can lasagna, eat spaghetti, mm. pizza. I can eat marsala. I can eat mushrooms on all. How about you? You're going deep. Everything on there. I can eat. You gave me a deep cut there, Brian. I like the Vitello dish, which is veal. That's impressive. You even know that Vitello means veal. Yes. How about you, Bill? What's your favorite uh, paisan uh, treat? Yeah, chicken parmesan. That's my son. He's chicken parm guy. <laughs> I can eat pizza anywhere, anytime, anyhow, any place. Stadium pizza, cardboard pizza, frozen pizza. I'm a pizza freak. I can eat any kind. I've never had a bad pizza in my life. I've never been to a baseball game I didn't enjoy, and I've never had bad pizza. So, but other than that, things are great. It was a great quote, wasn't it? Mike Torres said about pizza. What did he say? And making love. What did he say? Give it to well, me. Yeah, when it's good, it's good, and when it's bad, it's still pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Bill Claver, and I got to give you credit. So, um, thanks for having us here, man. Oh, thanks, and, and this is fun, for dude. Taylor and John, they've yeah. been awesome. Thank to, you, Taylor, to include us and make this happen. And we've just had so many people join in and. Uh, every time I walk up and down the street, just like I told you a while ago, meets, I met someone, his mother-in-law is a Sharini. Yeah. Uh, my dead mother, her last name was Rodner, but her maiden name was Mondoni. Yeah. Uh, it, it just, they're everywhere, and people are finding out just how connected and how important. And, you know, and I do have a theory on why this kind of became a, a little bit invisible as far as, you know, What is the reason? Later. Yeah. Uh, World War II, just very obviously. Oh, I mean, yeah. You know, we, we were at war with Italy. So if you had an Italian flag up during that era, you know, there might have been, because we all know what happened with Germans and Japanese and with camps. And so so right, it's, it's right. not something that we want to really uh, promote <laughs> any of that history. But it is history. It's all the good, bad, and ugly of history. And so a lot, yeah. uh, Rotella, and you'll hear more about him. He was our, our great coach here, Al Rotella. Uh, the man. They, you know, they, they had the Italian thing. He cooked spaghetti in Tallytown. I got pictures of that. But uh, it was like, uh, don't speak Italian. We're in, we're in America now. We speak English and uh, fly the American flag. And I think a lot of that had to do with World War II. You know, when I, uh, like I was telling you, when I was a kid and had a chance to drive Al around, when he would come in from Jersey, which is where he lived, and hey drive and he would stay somewhere in an apartment in west knoxville he would come in each year and he loved summer camp so we would be watching and it was back when it was open now you can't get near watching a football practice god forbid it's you know it's state state secrets i mean you know we might turn turn secrets over to the <laughs> russians i mean god forbid if people watch a football practice but back then we would all sit there and those guys would tell stories and man it was just so incredible and as a kid you don't you don't appreciate that mm-hmm. like you do now. Oh, so, certainly. Yeah. But, I mean, our tell is legendary. So. Oh yeah, Every, everybody I talked to that had any familiarity with him just talks about what a sweet fellow he was and uh, unbelievable. Yeah, no, nobody will forget incredible him that, guy that knew him and uh, you know it was he wasn't here very long, a couple of years I guess. Yeah. But they they named um, the stadium. After oh wow. Him. You know that's, that's cool. how much of an impact he, he it's amazing. had on us. So we're real proud of it and. Uh, you know, I just feel like this helps give the community up here something to feel good about, you know, their history, their background. Yeah. And they should because of uh, all these contributions. You know, we hear about the melting pot all the time and how we should assimilate. Uh, it happened so well here that it almost got forgotten. You don't even know about it. <laughs> yes. That's wild. That's why we want to point it out. And we I really thank you. And, and, you know, one other thing about history, how history goes both ways. I was um, I was reading a book one time about Italians and the Italian culture. 
and I was asking my dad about it before he passed away. And um, I said, I said, Dad, there was a thing in there about how, because those people who came here were really divided during wartime, like you were talking about, and they thought Mussolini was good, you know, on the front end. And he said, yeah, my, my grandmother, he said, your, your grandmother asked me for one of my communion medals that he got when he, in the church when he has communion, and she sent, they melted them down and sent them back to Italy. Oh, wow. Wow. For that guy. Yeah. And that's crazy, right? I mean, you stop and think about that. And then they realized, oh, this guy's a bad actor. But at that point... Well, and, and another oddity that I've yeah. discovered, the reason why they call Little Italy these sections in the big cities yeah. up north is because they did not assimilate as well into right. the overall cu- culture. Right. Here, even though there's a quarter of town known as Tallytown because that's where they live, there was more seamless integration. Yeah. You know, so that uh, uh, it was a generation later, Leo Lobertini's vice mayor of La Follette. My gosh. You know, so it happened that quick. Live and let live. Exactly. Beautiful. That's what we're doing here. Thank Johnny. you, brother. Thank you, yeah. Bill. And so the Tallytown, the Tallytown Festival, as you just heard Bill say, be, uh, gets underway tomorrow at 1 o'clock and runs till like 9. Is that right? Yeah, Is that it's about pyro shows. You know, fireworks. You, so you're, you're, you're laying it down all day. All day and going off with a bang at night. And I found out the other day there's a Lobertini that works for pyro shows. They're going to throw the switch. Boom. And by the way, Boom. When, you, when you get up on uh, when you get up Monday morning, I, you're going to feel really good after being in that heat for 10. Because you will be getting up Monday morning. You will not be getting up on Sunday. But anyway, that's another story for another day. Uh, Brian, let's do a quick legal. And then, uh, and then I want to. I want to break it down with Bino here scientifically. All right, Bino, Jeff, give me your five, five most important games for the Tennessee Volunteers. Five most important. Okay, I'm going to start at five, Tony. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Texas A&M. All right. I think Tennessee's kind of battling along with them uh, to get back up into the uh, upper echelon of the SEC. Uh, we need to beat them head-to-head. Uh, four is uh, Kentucky. I, I'm not to uh, I'm not to a Matt Dixon level, but I absolutely hate to lose to them in football. Matter of fact, every time we do, I seem to want somebody to get fired. Uh, three is Alabama. Uh, that'll always be the most important game in my heart, in my mind. Uh, but I'll put them at three. Uh, Georgia's two uh, because it's the last year uh, of uh, division play. And uh, they've supplanted Alabama as the top team in the league. So for one year and one year only, I'll put them ahead of uh, Alabama in importance. And uh, number one for me is Florida, uh, just simply because it always seems, regardless of what Florida has, uh, it always seems to set the tone for our season. I Let's go back here. You had, you had A&M at five. Go ahead. Do that one more time. Who was four? Kentucky. Okay, Kentucky. I'm trying to get you recorded for the blog here. Who's three again? Alabama. All right. Beautiful. So, from my perspective, and 865-200-5402 if you'd like to get in with us. From my perspective, I, I just, I keep going back to this, but I really believe at the end of it all, to me, Florida's won. Um, 
kind of like with Bino. I, I just and Bino, I'm going to kind of speak this into existence. I call Georgia sort of out of reach for us right now. So they're not even on my list. Well, I I, I can understand that. I, I don't feel they're as out of reach as as you do. Um, but uh, you know the the two most unlikely games for us to win on the year yeah. are uh, Georgia and Alabama. I'm just not sure that Georgia at home late in the season is any should be categorized any different than Alabama uh, on the road. I look at Tennessee season and I say, okay, what? You look at the ball club you have. You look at the schedule you're going to play. You look at the question marks you have, and then those you don't. And then I say to myself, okay, so, and what I'm trying to do is, doing this show every day, is not heap a bunch of pressure on that young coach. And really on that, on kind of that young kind of building football team. Um, it would be great to get on here and rail away and wish away that, you know, you're going to beat Georgia. Hughie just said, and he's right, like if you look at that guy in the athletic, they have double-digit, they have double-digit draft choices. Hey, Bino, the number one paisan, Ron Michelino, key grip to the stars just came in here. Beautiful. From over in Marlowe or Shinliver. Shinliver or Marlowe? Dossett, I'm sorry. So the the yeah, Tri Cities, uh, the, the Tri Cities. <laughs> how about how about Michelino remembering the third one? He spit out Dossett to me. Beautiful, it is beautiful. But you know, my three. Um, Florida's number one to me. A and M's number two. I've got Alabama third. I think the Alabama game for Tennessee is in play. But I think if you don't, you've got to beat Florida and A&M. You've got to at least get one of those two games if you're going to win nine games in my in my book. And then Alabama gives you something to shoot for. Kentucky, unfortunately for me, is number four. And then, I don't know. I mean, can you put South Carolina on the list and have credibility because I'm looking at John Adams list and he's got South Carolina and so does Matt Dixon and I'm really afraid but see what you did is you put Georgia in reach John Adams uh, said Georgia is number one for Tennessee and Alabama's too and I just think that's I just think that's kind of backwards thinking Bino well I, I guess it's semantics Tony uh uh my feeling is the two best teams on your schedule have to be included in the most important. That's right. Uh, to, to me, um, and the two best games on your schedule are Alabama and Georgia. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of jog our memory a little bit. I, I think last year uh, we had uh, Alabama's out of reach. Uh, and anybody can look back at last year and say that wasn't one of the most important games on our schedule, I, I don't know how you could do that. <laughs> I, I'm, I don't put them in the uh, what what we talked about earlier in the week in yeah. the uh, um, 
unconditional, they're obviously not unconditional. You can lose to either one of those teams and still feel really good about your season. Uh, whereas I'm not sure we can lose to Florida, South Carolina, Kentucky. Right. Uh, and I'm going to feel real good about our season. Live at the Pine Branch today where we be, we are at 124 West Central Avenue, historic downtown La Follette, where the Tallytown Festival is tomorrow. Um, we're going to be teeing off tomorrow at the Tallytown Festival playing some music. I think we go like at 1 or one thirty, something like that. It, Wow. I'm really excited to be here, though. Um, and it's pretty neat. This is neat. What, what these folks are doing here. So uh, I'd encourage you to get up here this weekend and check them out. And when you do, come see our friends at the Pine Branch. Taylor will be here tomorrow to meet you and greet you. Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to go back to our phones. And let's get Brian in here. Brian, welcome in. How you doing? Good to talk doing, to you. Good to, good to hear from you and Bino. Uh, yes, sir. My favorite... My favorite all-time Italian is Frank Sinatra. But my favorite living uh, Italian is a guy that's been in uh, several movies. I'll see if you can guess who it is. He was in The Guns of Navarone. He played Moondoggy in all the Gidget movies. He was on T.J. Hooker. Uh-oh. He's on one of the Star Trek shows. He's a fantastic singer. His name is James Ercolani from Philadelphia. Uh, Bino, were you going to guess James Arcolani? What's his real name? His stage name? James Darren. Mm. Yeah. Uh, no, and, I was uh, going to phone a friend. I was going to call Titansville. Yeah, Lifeline. <laughs> okay, well, now, anyway, Brian, I, I can't. I got to meet him personally. He's a very nice man uh, at a, one of these meet and greets for the old TV. He was in the Time Tunnel back in the oh, yeah. 60s. And uh, anyway, to the football part of our question, my yeah. top five would be Florida one, South Carolina two, Texas A&M three, Alabama four, Georgia five. Because so you're kind of you're kind of thinking uh, what I as am. As you were saying, yeah. as you were yep. saying, we've got to win those games. If we get beat by Georgia and Alabama, well, that's expected. But these other guys, we've, we've got to start a tradition of winning no matter where the game with Florida is. We need serious payback for South Carolina for uh, doing what they did to us last year. And uh, Now, Brian, you know, I can't. I just, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, well, I can't let you get out of here without singing something for us, so get your voice ready. Oh, well, I'm sorry. While I give you, yeah, while I'm, I give I'm you out here on a construction yeah. site, and there's too many people around. Oh, sing something. My gosh. Ten, tens of thousands of people are listening to you right now. Sing us something. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, let's see. What, what, what is this? Wait, hey, hey, Brian. I did it my way. Well, that ended that? well. Thank you, Brian. Good talking to you. See, Bino, he went from not wanting to embarrass himself to right into an off-key. Who was... Um, Actually, that sounded pretty good, Brian. That was pretty good, actually. Very good. My way. Is that a Sinatra song? Yes. It is. Dun, 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 dun. 
Bino, what's your favorite Sinatra song? Don't say what I think you're going to say. Ah, it has to be New York, New York, Tony. Oh, gosh. Bino's a big Yankee fan. It's... How, are, how, are, how are our Yankees doing right now, Bino? What kind of week have we had? Uh, we, uh, we split with the Mets, Tony. Uh, one right. uh, one one lost one, and uh, it looks like Judge is coming back tonight uh, for the first game of the Orioles series. So uh, nice, that's, that's good news. That Oriole team's very good. Uh, I don't know how the Phillies beat them two out of three this week. That Oriole team is legit. Yes, they are. I want the living listener now to put their hands together, meet and greet a local legend here, Alan Miller, joining us. Alan, you do ghost walk tours here. Talk to me about that. I do. Um, first of all, it's good to be here. Yeah, good to talk to you, my friend. Um, I've been doing a, uh, a local, I guess, horrific history of downtown La Follette for about 13 years now. Horrific? Horrific history, history. of downtown La Follette. Yeah, there's about 16 stories. It's a two-hour walking tour of the entire block of downtown La Follette. Um, it starts right in front of the police department, and we walk the whole city block, and it ends back at the police department. Right, right at uh, Sergeant Park there, uh, and you get to hear the uh, like I said the horrific history. You get to hear the gunfights, the, yes! the murders, the the hatchet murders, the the huge gunfights that took place downtown. There's several of them. Now this isn't exactly fires. well. This isn't exactly like a um, convention and visitors bureau <laughs> dream, is it? Or is it? Do well, people people enjoy that? This kind of I've got I, I imagine I, they do. They do. I'm I've. One of the highest rating uh, ghost walks in the area. Really? I, oh yeah, uh, I get I got reviews all the way out of Louisville, Kentucky. That's awesome. Uh, all the way from Savannah, Charleston, who say that uh, I haven't had a guy come just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, who stood there and, and looked at me dead in the eye and said, "This tour was ten times better than the Jack the Ripper tour that I took in London." So you can't get a better review than that, can you? So. So there are people that come to these like macabre oh, kind yeah. of yeah yes yeah to hear the true horrific like history this up here. is because <laughs> because right. Bino we were up in Philly um, when was that Bino like a year and a half ago a couple years ago yes it was it was uh, a little bit before Christmas in twenty twenty one we came real close to doing one of those mafia tours oh, which yeah. is the same thing correct yeah very simple so and so was yep. Yep, and you'll hear. If how, you, how do you find your stuff out? How do you learn of? Well, Bill's already mentioned that yeah. our historical society is easily one of, if not the best, historical society anywhere. Yeah. Um, my family was a was a big part of the historical society in the past, and Missy and and Janie and those girls, and and I mean, it is just it, it's legit. So several years ago, well, how I started and yeah. how um, I took a ghost walk of Alexandria, Virginia, and. It was terrible. So my wife looked at me and she said, you, you're a storyteller. Why can't we do one of La Follette? So long story short, I came back. I got with some of the historians and some local people who you know knew about certain events and certain ghosts that are reportedly supposed to haunt and, and horrific events that happened. And I just went through the, the motion of putting all that together with the historical society, with people who lived here, uh, who uh, were around when a lot of stuff that happened. So you're doing the Paisan. You, you've, Bill told me you you got a little Paisan twist on this. Uh, yeah. So what I'll be doing tomorrow, uh, my walking tour will be from four to seven thirty. 
and I'm going to try to do it every 30 minutes. Um, and it will be, like I said, a 30-minute walking tour of as much of the Tallytown stuff and, and events, you know, like Domenico Lobertini, about yeah. the Piedmont Hotel. I'll give information about the hotel, about the train trestle itself, because you're sitting directly underneath the train trestle. If it, it still existed, you would, we would be directly underneath Oh, that's it. so cool. Right. It, it literally went from here straight over to Depot Street. So I'll be giving information about Depot Street, um, the historic Depot Street, the Piedmont, um, the Tallytown itself, um, in hopefully in about 30 minutes. So that will be $6 a person, and that money will go to the Historical Society. So uh, tomorrow during the festival from 4 to 7.30, uh, hopefully individuals will meet me at the new building where the tennis courts used to be, and I'll take them on a 30-minute Paisan tour of now, La Follette. Now, do you mix in, Alan Miller, some good macabre stuff in that deal, too? Uh, I, I do. Because when you're dealing with the Paisans, I mean, even if, like, for Bino, Bino's a big mafia buff. Like, Bino, lo- he immerses himself in that. Bino, who's your favorite? Like, give me a couple of uh, your favorite mobsters. Like na- uh, probably, nicknames, uh, uh, Fat Tony Salerno, <laughs> Fat uh, Tony, and uh, Vincent Gigante. Gigante was Gigante was the guy that would walk around. His gimmick was that he was insane, so he'd walk around in a bathrobe and in the streets, right. and he would babble to himself. But the whole time he was running a crime family. So kind of <laughs> put those two thoughts together. So will you be mixing uh, a little bit of that in with what you're doing? Well, tomorrow? we do have two. Uh, macabre local Italian stories. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Glad to hear that. I'm sure you're familiar with the Oblonskis and then, of course, the, the Rigettis. So I'll be throwing those in. I also mentioned those on my ghost walk, but I'll be throwing those in on this tour as well. So they'll get to hear about the uh, the Rigetti murders and the Oblonsky murders. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so great. <laughs> so, yeah. Right that behind you, so... I'll tell those stories right behind us as we look over Tallytown. <laughs> You'll get to hear... Of, Rigetti blowing up people, and then I'm for that. The how we yeah. tied into the the last political assassination of 1969. So wow, the Oblonsky murders. Yeah. So that that current basically. Yeah. Now the Rigetti explosion was in the 30s, but he, Bill was here showing you a picture yeah. of Domenico. Um, once the who built that building brick by brick, yes. the Lobertinis, and then there's a photo of them after Rigetti blew it up, of them going through the rubble. So, you know, that was a big deal. They When you put the Paisans together, there's oh, going to yeah. be some infighting. There's oh, going to be some they, things blowing yeah. up. I mean, <laughs> yeah. trust me. I, they literally run, I wanted up, to run him yeah. out of town. Yeah. They got together. The, the Italians got together and basically said, we aren't with him. Don't, don't hang us all. And so they were like, because, you know, Bill said, you know, when, when wow. all the Italians immigrated, I mean, little, little our tally town, town over there, yeah. clockwise, is you know you've got the Lobertinis, you got the Testos, the Zabonis. I've got the whole the whole list of them here, but their house is going clockwise at the base of the mountain over there. So once Rigetti blew up La Follette, you know they were like, "I built that building, and you just blew it up." <laughs> Not <laughs> time that you time for you to leave. Time for you to get out of town. But yeah, he um, it, it's, it, was, wow. it was a big deal in around the early thirties. Yeah. So, Alan Miller, one more time. And if folks are interested in your tours you do, like um, during the whenever you do them, how do they get in touch with you? So, my ghost walk is every weekend in October. That's so cool. Yeah. I think it's a two-hour walking tour. Just get a hold of me on my Facebook page, Alan Miller's Ghost Walk. Um, 
Alan uh, Miller's Ghost Walk. Alan Miller's okay. Ghost Walk La Follette. So then it's 10 bucks a person, two hours that long. That is cool, man. Right. And then I do special tours during the summer. You just schedule a tour. You got eight or more people, I'll do a tour. And that people is. come from? People come from all over. Um, <laughs> That's so cool. It's great. I mean, it's wild. And, and I've been told several times that it's because I'm literally telling you this happened where you're yeah. standing. In this, you got, me, you got me in right now. I know you're you're excellent at this. I can I can tell you're not a jabroni doing this. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, I, I'm, I'm sold. Now, my tour tomorrow won't be as long. It'll only be about 30 minutes because it is going to be about 175 degrees. So, you know, bring a hat. To I like to, honesty. Right. So bring a hat to I'm wear during the honesty. festival. Um, so half of it is outdoors, half of it's inside. So that's the great thing about the festival tomorrow because we are taking up Almost all of West La Follette. Yeah. Um, so the new rec center and then the historic depot street. And then my walking tour will cross central. It'll be about 30 minutes so you don't melt. And then we'll stop by the Pine Branch here right uh, on. To, to get a little refreshed uh, in the air conditioner. Thank the, the Taylor. Right on, Taylor. Thank you. So it will. we will be in underneath the trestle. So we will kind of end it here. And then I'll pick up another tour and move on. Thank you, my brother. Thank you very much. It was outstanding. Uh, 865-200-5402, the number. How about that, Bean Star? little ghost walking tour for you, Beano. That's beautiful, Tony. I hope the horrific tour isn't on at the exact same time uh, as uh, the Fountain City Ramblers or Lance will be sitting there playing by himself. Let's... <laughs> you know me, Beano. You know I want to go on the horrific tour. Let's, without further ado, grab Titans Yams, who's up next with us. Yamsy, welcome in. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Yamsy, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Here's my favorite Italians. Number one, Tony Bennett. Number two, Robert De Niro. All right. Number three, Al Pacino. Well, you can't, hey, Bill, Bill, you can't just, you can't take all the paisans. You got to leave, you know, three's good. But you know what, Bill? Nobody so far for an alumni hall gift card said my favorite italian yet so i was gonna i was really hoping i was really hoping bill but you share a favorite i didn't realize tony bennett was italian yeah i got a call from my buddy tom he said if you don't if he if i don't bring up tony bennett on your show he'll never speak to me again all right, now you got to sing me something. Sing me something from Tony Bennett. All right, this came from the movie God Goodfellas. You know that that uh, you know Bino brought up. I know I've gone from rags to riches. That's all I know. Well, Bill, that was good enough for me because I thought you were going to do the San Francisco tune. Uh, what are well, some of the other? What are some, Tony Bennett's other uh, hits? Give me another Tony. Do we know any other Tony Bennett hits, Bill? Well, you know, well, outside of that, I left my heart in San Francisco. And another one, and another oh, one, boy. I'll bring up to Thank you, you, Al Martino. Uh, you are absolutely outstanding. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Bill. Love there's you. one more. There's one oh. more I want to bring up, Tony. All right, Vincent Minnelli, the He's... same Vincent Minnelli that was married hey. to Judy Garland, that directed movies like Meet Me in St. Louis, 
uh, let's see, the Harvey Girls, and let's see, uh, the good old summertime. And, of course, Patrick, she Patrick. happens to be... He happens to be the father of that spoiled brat, Liza Minnelli. Bow your head when you say his name, Titans Bill. Do you have a thought on Titans Bill's um, work so far today on the show, Bino? I think it's been outstanding as usual, and he's uh, followed the script of the show perfectly. He really has. He's been topical for once in his life. Which, I'll, Bill, I'll give you credit. You didn't come in here and just randomly do your spin art. You've actually stayed with the theme today. <laughs> Thank you. Bill, do you have anything else for us on the way out? You're my man. Okay, let's see here now. Uh, you think you think uh, that, the, that the volunteers have a tough schedule. Yeah. But the Titan's schedule is just as tough as, ten, as the volunteers. And of course, look, Jacksonville yes. schedule. Well, they play the same. They're going to be playing the same teams that the Titans are, the Jaguars. Bill, so what are they, we hearing? What are we hearing so far out of Titan training camp, if anything? Well, you've got two players that are under the pup list. One of them is is Caleb Farley. I'll tell you what, oh, nice. Tony. They ought to cut him. They need to cut him. They need to just say uh, sayonara sukiyaki to him. <laughs> Brian, Bino, what are you laughing at, man? I, I'm just, uh, when when Titans Bill is through with you, he's through with you. No question. <laughs> ask, just ask Brian Hartman about that. He was through with Brian Hartman about 10 years ago. How about my boy Ron Michelino making the scene today, Bino? Your thoughts on Ron Michelino of Dossett? Hey, I just don't think you can have any type of Italian festival without Ron Michelino. Hey, Tony, I'll tell you who my favorite mobster is. All right. right. Meyer Lansky. Bill, he's not Italian, and you're out of here. You don't come on here and say Meyer Lansky, you clown. We're celebrating Italians, not freaking Meyer Lansky, you goof. What is wrong with you? My gosh, man. Let's get Big Josh in here. Let's get Big Josh in here who's up next with us. Big Josh, welcome in. Meyer Lansky. Bill, you were having a really good phone call, man. You flunked your final exam, D minus. What's going on, Tony? Meyer Lansky. Hey, what do you say, Josh? How are you? Hey, Josh. You're, uh, yeah. hey, jo- hey, Josh. You're a big old boy. What's your uh, What's your favorite Italian food, Josh? You're a big old boy. Well, I'd say uh, I like I like a good chicken parm or uh, like a Portello's Italian beef with sweet peppers or something, Tony. I, Go! I don't know. Go! <laughs> I uh, definitely the most important game is Alabama. I mean, anytime you beat Alabama, it's a good year. So, no doubt about it. Your your impassioned plea for keeping Alabama on the schedule last year 
really, really impacted me and swung me in that direction. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Because I think you was uh, waving that white flag, Tony. I thought I think you was letting it go on me. Oh no, but, not uh, me. Not me. I mean I, I don't even have I don't even have Georgia as one of our top five most important games this year. You don't think I'm a white flagger, do you, Josh? <laughs> no. I uh, I'll give you my favorite Italian. Uh I don't know if somebody might already said he's Tony, but uh a great American philosopher, uh Yogi Berra. Uh Beautiful. That's be my probably my favorite Italian of all time. Yogi Berra what was his um, Bino, give me a couple Yogi Berra quotes. Uh, let's see. Nobody goes there anymore. It's too crowded. And when you come to the ain't fork in the road, time anymore. He said, "When you, he said when you come to the fork in the road in life, always take it." That was one of yeah. his sayings. Yeah, he, it ain't he over till it's over. It ain't over till it's over. He used to say. Something about something being half mental and sixty percent physical, which I always thought was ninety percent mental and the other half physical. Other half physical. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> it's so great. Hey Tony, you know we've been talking about this NIL stuff and uh, you know now Colorado moving and things. I heard yesterday about Florida State. Hollering, they want out of the ACC. Uh, college football is so volatile right now. I don't think any of us know how this is really going to end up. Uh, I don't see any way that we can actually, even, you know, if this keeps up, how, how do we even keep conferences at all? How do the well, top just. A gentleman here had a really good idea, which I think he's, he might be right. You might be left with four or five leagues of, like, 15 teams, and they function like divisions do in the NFL, and you have, like, a 60-team, whatever it is, super conference, and you all play each other, and those are the teams you play, and you kind of keep the money inside. And I mean, that's certainly where it's heading. But you're right, Josh. I mean... <laughs> What is the point in being in a conference if there are different teams in the conference every other year? I mean, what half the fun of being an old-school SEC fan was chanting SEC at people. I don't identify with this SEC now. I mean, I don't – this isn't some little, like, little conference anymore. No. No, it's completely changed. To me, Tony, what, what's really going to kill it is – the Ohio State, the Alabamas, the Texases, you know, the upper crust teams who make all this money yearly. They're going to finally say, why are we sharing money with the Vanderbilts? The, That's right. You know, all these teams that really, I mean, they're it's completely, you know, uh, brand. You know, why are we sharing our money with with these guys, so you're exactly right, man. I think eventually, you know, you'll see guys like uh, Sankey and uh, I don't know if it's Delaney that's still the Big Ten or whoever their commissioner is, but 
that when they start talking to each other and uh you start talking about combining the top of the top together and looking at the actual money that could be made from that i think that's when you're going to really see uh the whole system we have just deteriorates it's just going to start over that worries me because I love the tradition. That's one of the huge parts of college football to me. And I wish all this stuff would have never happened. I wish we could have. I mean, even pre-Arkansas, South Carolina, that's what I grew up on, Tony. And well, you know, uh, you know what's funny, right? Like when you start making decisions for money, like we were talking yesterday about, or the other day, about Nebraska leaving their league. In life, when you start making decisions for money, it's not good. When in sports they start making decisions for money and say, tradition be damned, history be damned, what happens then is you get yourself in bad spots. Look at NASCAR. NASCAR now doesn't run at some of those traditional tracks that built their sport, and their sport's unrecognizable. They are left with doing bits now doing gimmicks, doing dirt races in Bristol, doing the stuff in Chicago. They almost have to do that stuff now. They never dreamed in a million years they'd be in that spot, but they took their sport, Josh, so far away from what it was and made it unrecognizable. And I don't think anything's too big to fail. I don't think that, I, I you know, because if you pull the tradition out of this, Say, like in the league right now, they're going to break up some traditional rivalries. If Alabama has their way, Alabama will not play LSU every year or they will not play Tennessee every year. You can't tell me that's good for sports. You can't tell me it's good for sports and Nebraska and Oklahoma don't play anymore. That Penn State and Pittsburgh don't play anymore. That Nebraska's in a league they don't belong in. You can't tell me that's good for that sport. I think it's, I mean, I kind of agree with you, but on the other hand, I think they they keep doing this. And I, like you were saying, I grew up in uh, Nebraska and Oklahoma. I mean, that was, it was like a game of the century every, you know, every year or two. And uh, I would have never thought that would fly with Nebraska people or Oklahoma Doesn't people. Exist. But. And, and you know what? The old school NASCAR fans, I guarantee you listening to my little deal there, are shaking their head, going, "That's exactly right." I'm telling you. Yeah, but I don't. I, don't, I think yeah. the love for college football and football in general, so far, is so far above what racing or NASCAR is. It's a good point. I, I don't. I don't think you could ever really kill it, but no, I, I think you're going to lose out on a lot of regional uh, stuff that really was the kind of heart and soul. Of, what, you could uh, wound it. Game, what it is. Yeah, you you can't kill it, but you could wound it. And anyway, you're the man, brother. Y'all hang in there. Take take care. Thank Please you. I want to I want to thank Diane for coming by. She said, "Tony, I'm a longtime supporter and friend, and Drew sent me by here. We hope to see you tomorrow. GBO, enjoy the treat. She brought me some sweet stuff. Now, where did this come from? Where's her place called?" Common ground. Okay, a little coffee shop right down the street here. Thank you. 
And I don't know, Diane, what you just brought me is unbelievable. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm sorry I didn't um, come out and meet you, but I'll meet you tomorrow, no doubt. Thank you. She had to get back to what she was doing. In the meantime, we're going to come back on the other side. 865-200-5402. Bino says the five most important games on Tennessee's schedule 2023 are... Number five, A&M. Four, Kentucky. Three, Alabama. Two, Georgia. One, Florida. I say the five most important games are five, South Carolina. Four, Kentucky. Three, Alabama. Two, A&M. And one is Florida. And I don't even have Georgia on the list because I'm keeping it real with you today on a Friday. A special guest joins. I want to hear from you as well. The Tallytown Festival is tomorrow uh, we are breaking it down scientifically with you, moving left to right and uh, right to left across your device and through your dial and right into your heart. Our friends at the Pine Branch, I thank them for having us out here today, 124 West Central Avenue. As we continue, it's the Friday edition, and Michelini's in the house. As we continue after this. Spread the word and get the app at TonyBasilio.com for Android and iPhones. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I'm a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, memsmodernlandscape.com. That's memsmodernlandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Absolutely outstanding to welcome you back. Oh, there were times. I'm sure you knew. Oh! More than I could chew. Live today, ladies and gentlemen, where we be. The Tallytown Festival celebrating the inner Italian in all of you. Because I know there's an inner Italian in you somewhere. That warm side. That non-grudge keeping. Non-violent side. Don't listen to that gentleman that was on here earlier talking about the Italians offing each other. How about that, Bino? We put some Italians up here and they were offing each other. As we welcome you back, we're at the Pine Branch. That was really shocking, wasn't it, Bino? Well, it, it was a little bit shocking that they've got a tour like that in La Follette. You know, Philadelphia, Chicago, New York. <laughs> uh... It's pretty great, though. <laughs> i got to say, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. beautiful. It, it, it put a smile on my face. I'm going to introduce a special guest here momentarily. Let me get go back to our phones, and we'll get Daniel in here. And then we'll mix him in with some calls. So we're going to have some fun here down the stretch with you on a Friday live at the Pine Branch. Hello and welcome into our uh, Daniel. Hello. Hey, Tony. I'd like to give you my Mount Rushmore of Italian. Yes. Okay, so my first one is Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio is a great one. Second one is Vincent Lombardi. Oh, my gosh, Vince Lombardi, Bino. Bino, how come you didn't say Vince oh, Lombardi? I got a better one. I got a better one. Rocky Marciano, legendary Bino, boxer, 
Bino, why is Dan why is Dan coming up with these? Where were you, Bino, on all well, these? Well, first of all, uh, Dan's obviously a lot smarter than me. And second of all, I'm a Colt fan. I'm not coming up with Vance Lombardi. Continue. Who's the fourth one, Dan? Uh, it's going to be irony. It's going to go to Frank Zamboni because he created the Zamboni. So give him that. But Frank I, Zamboni, who created the Zamboni machine. I'll give you my final one. Mario Andretti. Because he, like, he's just... He's Mario freaking Andretti. Yes. Yes. You are you got a copper card. Uh, you got a copper card and you got an Alumni Hall gift card. Take his information, Brian Hartman. I'm giving that man a prize. And who was Ty Titans Bill gets on here and sings a bad song? No prize for Titans Bill. And then said Meyer Lansky is his favorite Italian. He's not even an Italian. Good gosh. Daniel, anything else you'd care to add? It's always good to hear from you, Dan. Thank you, buddy. Stay right there. We'll get your prize out to you. As we're live at Pine Branch here, make sure you stop in and see these folks when you get to historic downtown La Follette on 124 West Central Avenue. Tennessee made goods and fair brought right to Campbell County. Stuff made in the state of Tennessee. Her um, wall of honey. What did you call that over there? This, you had a, honey hutch. That's, see, you're better than I am. I, I never would have thought of honey hutch. Um. But everything here is made in the state by artisans from around the state. And this is really a beautiful concept. And when you walk in here, you can feel the sense of community in here. So um, what what I'm doing here, she's probably like, I can't wait for this guy to get out of here. Um, but I do want to say, you know, we've got a gentleman here now who we all have a friend in common. And Patrick Peedley, you, the sports director at WLAF here locally, the late, great Keith Hatfield. It's absolutely outstanding that we all have that cat in common. I, I don't know I've ever met somebody more unique than that guy. Keith was a special guy. He said we met in high school, drifted apart a little bit in college, but when he was in law school, I was in grad school. Yep. We were both at UT. Um Frequented downtown grill and brewery together, yep. and just um, had a lot of sports and wrestle talk. Oh boy, on. wrestle talk! I remember going to wrestling matches with him and the sports stuff. He loved those Kentucky Wildcats. Did he? Oh, certainly, certainly. Keith had a strong feeling towards the Kentucky Wildcats. Mm. And since, <laughs> since we already brought up wrestling, I'm going to bring up my favorite Italian, which is one Bruno San Martino. Mm. Boom! Now, Bino wouldn't know anything about Bruno, but when I was a kid, people named their kids after Bruno. A friend of mine at the end of the neighborhood had a German Shepherd named Bruno. Now, Bruno was from southern Italy. He was from a place called Abruzzi in southern Italy. And he, um, he like, as an orphan in Italy, he had to, like, fight for his life to get over here. He had to escape and climbed through some things, and at least that's what they said in his story. He was probably brought here, you know, probably flew over, but... Storyline's important. Storyline's very important. So, Patrick, what do you think of um, 
this Tallytown Festival and what we're doing. And my boy Al Rotella, who I've known and loved uh, all these years. Well, I love the concept of Tallytown. Yes. As somebody who has no Italian heritage, most, right. most of mine's French. Yes. I don't hold that against me. You I, look Italian, though. I like to eat. Um, <laughs> I like Italian food. Tallytown's a great festival. Uh, got a lot of great Italian heritage here. Yep. Um, Lucy Lobertini was mayor of La Follette at one point. Um, Al Rotella, great story about football. Yes, yes. He first came here a matter of weeks before the season started. Took some kids that good athletes, but none of them were world beaters. And his first season here, they outscored opponents by an average of forty-five to six, or I'm sorry, forty-six to five. They they averaged less than a touchdown a game allowed. My gosh, that's, that's how you get the stadium named after you. It is, um, you know, and Allen, who was on earlier, didn't give himself enough credit. He's also the current voice of the Owls. He does their. He sits in the press box in Al Rotella Stadium, and you know he calls the games. I'm the rival. I'm actually the Jacksboro guy. But like I said, there's such a great history of La Follette football. You know, yet Al Rotella was here for a pair of years, basically, but he made such an impact on the community. You know, he basically brought a guy named Chan Caldwell in. Oh yeah, too. Canadian football legend. Um, of course, I we. We had a couple of his former players, still have one here. That's awesome. Um, another great story about Caldwell is in the late, uh, mid-90s, he, he was helping out Powell's Little League program, and they came out and scrimmaged Jacksboro, and he wound up here. Um, a fellow by the name of Jim Chabell um, was one of the assistant coaches on that team. Johnny Bruce was here, but he had, he had to leave before – Jim Chabell and Chan had some history together at LaFollette. If you don't know Jim Chabell, his son Jamie's head coach at Liberty now. Jamie. Oh, that's incredible. So Chan came wow. in and taught, and I coached at Jacksboro at the time, taught us how to put in the single wing. And we ran that single wing offense, much uh, not unlike some of the stuff that Rotella ran. Yeah. Obviously, Nayland ran, Chan ran. And it, it was just nobody had seen it. Nobody could defend it. And but you look at La Follette football, there's like I said, there's rich history. Um Johnny Major's roommate played at La Follette High School, Kincaid. Um Ron Murray, who was a trainer for both Nayland and Rupp, Johnny Majors last time I talked to Coach Majors, you know, while he was still with us, we met up at a place called the Royal Lunch. And we had dinner with Coach Murray, Coach Majors, some other sports figures awesome, around man. town. Wow. Um, and you know, we, we talk about Coach Rotella. La Follette's also got a great basketball tradition uh, when it was a high school, and that's carried over to the middle school. Now there's obviously one high school. And you just you, you can't discount what Al Rotella did in two years, though. LaFollette football, when they were high schools, was an absolute power because of the foundation he built. And if you spent a minute around our hotel, you knew why. I'm going to go back to our phones and get our next call in. Richard, welcome in with us. 
As I'm going to keep Patrick Peedley on with us for our conversation. We'll have some fun with him. Uh, he's a sports guy. He'll mix it up with us. Richard, welcome in. Well, it's always good to be welcomed in, Tony. Uh, hey, first of all, um, my favorite uh, my favorite Italian, of course, now is, is only one, Tony Valls, man. There's... Um, it's the only one I can uh, can can say that's making a difference in, in helping uh, my life right now and enjoying. It's an absolute embarrassment. Season. It took an hour and fifty minutes for somebody to say Tony Vitello's name, <laughs> who should have been yeah. on. I tell you what, he should have been on the tip of everybody's tongue. He should have been the first guy people thought of. He is to Tennessee baseball what Al Rotella was up here in this community. Just out of nowhere, just out, out of, of nowhere, nowhere, Ron Michelini, you need to show some respect to Tony Vitello. I see the way you're looking at me. You, Michelini needs to show some respect. <laughs> well, I tell you what, uh, one of my favorite, uh, I guess, actors when I was young um, from Taxi Days was Tony Danza. So I always liked him and all the different roles he played you know, in his sitcoms and stuff. Yeah, Tony Danza, you know, he was a former gold glove boxer, too. Yep. Former fighter. And one thing you don't know about me, Tony, is when I was uh, my my best friend growing up, his uh, mom's side of the family were Italian. They owned an Italian restaurant that was real prominent in Nashville in the 60s, 70s, and early 80s where they closed up. It was called Mike Petroni's, and I got a chance for one year to work there and work in the kitchen and watch the grandma get up get there early in the morning and and just all the homemade dishes that were made whether it was our sauces or cheeses from fresh wisconsin trucks that come down uh all the homemade pies uh our own you know we we took the, the you know the butts and everything and made our own italian sauce i mean everything in there was fresh and just sitting in there and getting a chance to work and eat Every day that Italian mm. food, that's probably the best, one of the best years I ever had eating wise. I'll bet. When, when my my mother, when she would make that uh, Italian the, on Sunday, the Italian meal, and 6 o'clock in the morning start preparing it with the tomatoes and tomato sauce and then the homemade, everything was home. The way it made the house smell was just sweet. And incredible, just inc- I mean, thinking about that, you you brought me back home, Richard. You brought me back home today, brother. Hey, and when you talk about a pizza, how can there be any better pizza when everything's made fresh and from scratch that's put on a pizza? Whether it's your meats, your vegetables, your homemade sauce, fresh cheeses, Tony, man, that, that that's just that's incredible. <laughs> yep. Or I could pull out some Totinos tonight out of the freezer. And go right to town on it, brother, like it ain't even there. No problem. Yep. That, that's good. And then last, hey, just uh, y'all talking a little football there. Yeah. Um, a couple things. Well, my, to me, my most important game, again, it, it is Georgia um, because it's at home. And do we have an opportunity to pull the upset? We'll have to wait and see how this team gels and a few things we got to see on the offensive line and how they gel and stuff. But, you know, a win over Georgia, Tony, it would be like the win over Alabama last year. It would take Tennessee's recruiting to the next level. And they're recruiting well, uh, but there's another level they can hit. And a win over Georgia would just, you know, show even these most elite recruits out there and multiple ones that, uh, yes, this is real. 
And uh, so that's why to me, I look at that as the, you know, how we play in that game um, and winning that game, just what it would mean to the UT football program going forward. Amen, my brother. So your number one game this year is? Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, but you're not being realistic. Come on. Hey, hey we can beat them. Not realistic, Richard. Well, it, it was cool. Did you say Alabama was realistic last year? No. We didn't. Yeah, but Bryce you can't. Young, that team. Where, this, where that Georgia team is right now, though, come on. They well, got like, they got I, like I, 14, 14 NFL draft picks on it. Come on now. Yes, they, yes, they do. They, they, they have a, a loaded um, roster. Uh, but you never know by the end of the year just how what team's healthy or what. You just never know, man. So I'm just uh, I'm the eternal optimist and uh, uh, from that standpoint. So, but uh, but yeah, well, you're, but, uh, you're, you're you, know what, you know what makes it tougher though, Tony. What's that? Uh, I don't know if you read this article. What should be the foundation of our team is our junior and senior class, right? Or our yep. junior class. You realize our 2021 signing class, which would be juniors, there's only four players left. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, yeah. That just makes the job that Josh Heifel is doing even better when you go back and you look at the roster that he took over and everybody that exited and what's happened and the fact that we've put this team together. Wow. Boy, that gives and me you know, pause. You know who the best one of that group is, the four left? Jalen Wright, Who's, the running back. Wow. Who are the four? Give them to me. Um, Christian Charles, uh, DB, Deshaun Rucker, DB, who was horrible last year and got beat everywhere, and uh, Jeremiah Crawford, the offensive lineman. Oh, my gosh. And that was the that was the class that got decimated by all that NCA stuff, right? Yep, and yeah, sure did. Just yeah, was, told them to get out. Train wreck. All right, my man. Thank you. Good talking you to you. You see, Bino, doesn't that get, that should give everybody a little pause? That's what's left in your junior class. That's that's very difficult. Yeah, it's not ideal to to say the least, Tony. You don't like the way I'm dismissing that Georgia game, do you, being star? Uh, no, it's it's okay, Tony. Um, it's just, uh, I thought you said yesterday there were no wrong answers to this, uh, but uh, you, you seem to think there's one wrong answer. Well, I mean, come on, Bino, that's not, that's not really uh, a kind of you. I mean, I, I, I'm just trying to. I mean, my gosh, but you going to do that to me after all these years? Yes. Okay. Well, well, you know, since we brought up pizza, yeah, and tally that, after I leave here, I'm going to relax for a little bit. I got to go to Knoxville, Kendall yeah. County scrimmage in South Dole tonight. Nice. Well, in that general area, there's a pizza place called South Coast Pizza. Now I don't know if he has correct Italian connections. It's, it's owned and operated by a guy from La Follette. Are you kidding? Nope. Chris Morton. Um, we just gave him a we just gave him a shout out. Uh, you know, he's This is Big Lou Maddox and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM Columbia. 
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day -day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, the 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are ready. We carry a full line of steel, echo, and chindawa yard equipment. We also have a great selection of grass seed, fertilizer, and garden supplies. With the most knowledgeable sales staff in Southern Middle Tennessee, come check us out at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. 
I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. Gypsy Kings featuring Torino Baliardo return to Nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com A loud and live production. Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.